0: Patrol the dike tonight, Marame asked. I didn't even have to try. You know the captain likes giving the worst assignments to the shogun's disgraced former chamberlain and second in command. Bitterness edged Sano's wry tone. In four years, he'd been demoted four times from chamberlain down to patrol guard, the Tokugawa regime's lowest rank. His son, Masahiro, age 17, was also a patrol guard, with no prospects for advancement, and their family had been evicted from their estate inside Ido Castle. It was a great humiliation for Sono, but he was lucky to have a position at all. For more than four years he'd been pursuing a forbidden investigation, a thankless mission of honor. Marume laughed. He did us a favor without knowing it. The big samurai relished humor in any situation. How do you know our new suspects are in Yoshiwara tonight? An informer. Sano had bribed a servant of Lord Tokugawa Ienobu, the shogun's nephew, and designated heir to the dictatorship. Ahead, Yoshiwara rose up from the rice fields, a city unto itself, the only place in Edo where prostitution was legal. Lights within its high walls made the falling snow above it glow like a halo. Sano and Marume rode across the moat to the gate where two sentries occupied a guardhouse. Moat, gate, and sentries were there to prevent troublemakers from entering the pleasure quarter and unhappy courtesans from escaping. The sentries opened the gate. Sano and Marume rode in. Naka nocho. The long main street that extended between rows of brothels was almost empty. A few drunks stumbled to and fro. Snow frosted the tile roofs of the brothels. Icicles grew between the red lanterns that hung from the eaves. Storm shutters covered the window cages where courtesans usually sat on display. Sano heard faint music played on Samison's flutes and drums. The cold is keeping the customers at home, Marume said or the measles epidemic is. The epidemic had been raging across the country since autumn. It had come to Japan via Chinese priests visiting Nagasaki, the only place where foreigners were allowed. In Nagasaki, some 10,000 people had died. Hundreds of people in Edo were sick. The disease was often but not invariably fatal. Here in Yoshiwara, as well as in town, Incense burned outside doors to chase away the evil spirits of disease, and citizens feared contagion. Speaking of measles, how is the Shogun? Marume asked. The Shogun had come down with the measles just before the new year. I hear he's recovering, but I haven't seen for myself, Sano said. He'd been banned from court four years ago. That had been his punishment after the shogun had ordered him to stop the investigation, and he'd disobeyed. Sano had continued pursuing it for the good of the regime, to the detriment of his own career and domestic peace. He and his wife Reiko were seriously at odds over his actions. Long hours of patrol duty were a blessing for a man who didn't want to go home. So it looks like the shogun isn't going to die, Marome said with relief. Yes, but he's badly weakened. His health has always been frail, and he's sixty-three. Lord Ienobu is going to inherit the dictatorship sooner rather than later. That was why this new lead was so crucial. Sano and Marome turned their horses down one of the narrow lanes that crossed Nakanocho and stopped outside a small brothel. Laughter burst upon them as they peered through the window, whose shutters were cracked open to clear out the smoke from charcoal braziers and tobacco pipes. A party occupied a room bright with lanterns, young women as colorful as butterflies in their gay kimonos, their faces heavily made up and their hair spangled with ornaments, flirted with four samurai and plied them with sake. "'Who's who?' Marome asked. The old fellow at the head of the table is Manabe Akira, Lord Ienobu's chief retainer. Manabe, in his late fifties, had a gray topknot and wore gray robes. His shaved crown and face were...